1: And good morning. I'm Gary Randall. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's Friday, February the 3rd, 2023, in the year of our Lord. On February 3rd, 1913, the 16th Amendment to the U.S. Constitution was ratified. It gave us a big gift, federal income tax. Today in 1865, President Abraham Lincoln and Confederate Vice President Alexander Stevens they held a shipboard peace conference off the Virginia coast. The talks deadlocked over the issue of southern autonomy. Today in 1917, the United States broke off diplomatic relations with Germany. That's the same day that American, an American cargo ship was sunk by a U-boat off Britain after the crew was allowed to board lifeboats. Today, in 1943, during World War II, the U.S. transport ship SS Dorchester, which was carrying troops to Greenland, it sank after being hit by a German torpedo in the Labrador Sea. More than 900 men aboard, only about 230, survived. And for you old guys, today, in 1959, rock and roll stars Buddy Holly, Richie Valens, and J. P, the big bopper, Richardson. They died in a small plane crash near Clear Lake, Iowa. And for many teenagers at that time, their world came to an end. Have you been hearing about that big balloon that's floating around over the United States, specifically floating around over Montana, you probably have by now. I was aware of it. I became aware of it. Uh, I think it was the day before yesterday. I read an article in a not a mainstream news piece, but a, a different one. And I was kind of reading about it yesterday. I want to mention it just briefly this morning. Secretary of State Antony Blinken, he will not be making his planned trip to China on Sunday. Uh, this coming Sunday, he was scheduled to go on a diplomatic trip to to China, sit down with the Communist Party and the leaders of China and talk. But He's going to Beijing. But now that's off. And the reason it's off, he they canceled it just a couple of hours ago. The reason that trip is off is because there's a Chinese spy balloon flying around over sensitive sites in the United States. They say it's about the size of three big buses, you know, like a greyhound bus or something it's about the size of three of those and that's how I've seen it described and it's flying high in the sky it's flying above it's floating but moving around it's above the normal uh, flight that aircraft fly and that's usually 34 to 40,000 feet as, as I recall well it's above that but it's below the the, the lowest satellites. Well, they've been, the, our government has been following this, they say, very closely, and I'm sure they have, the State Department. But as of this morning, just, I mean, as we speak, this balloon is still floating around over Montana. And it is beginning to cause some concern, but it doesn't seem to be concerning our military. I mean, maybe they are concerned, but they're certainly not projecting that to the public. The state of Montana houses one of three of our major nuclear weapons arsenal sites. And the balloon is right over that. So, the United States has called it out and they said they think it belongs to Communist China. And um, the Co- Communist Chinese uh, party officials are denying that the aircraft is a spy balloon. They're saying it just has to do with weather research and it just kind of got off course. I mean, that's basically what they're saying. President Donald Trump has been following this, as you can imagine, and he did what he often does. He went on social media uh, this morning and he says, shoot the balloon down, all in capital letters. Well, he's not the only one that's thinking they probably should shoot the balloon down. But no, our again, some of our top military guys are saying, and I'm not a military guy, I'm just telling you what I know and, and a little bit of what I think about this. And, I, you know, I could be wrong. I mean, there may be a good reason. I'll tell you the reason that they're giving for not shooting down this balloon, but good grief. Do they honestly believe that Communist Chinese Party when they say, "Oh no, that don't worry about that balloon sitting over your nuclear weapons uh, in Montana, the silos. Don't worry about that. Yeah, it just happened. That's what they're saying. And they say it's just a weather balloon. We're just we're just measuring the weather and and forecasting the weather and so on. Man, a five-year-old wouldn't believe that. But our our." Some of our leaders, Millie and some of those guys, are going along with this. And at least publicly. And so they have officially said that they're not going to shoot this balloon down because for fear of of hurting someone. It's a balloon. It's not three buses. It's just the size of three buses. But they say they're not going to shoot it down because they're afraid it'll do damage to property below or it, it, it could kill someone depending on what is what the equipment in the balloon or on the balloon attached to it, whatever is. So anyway, they're saying that they have advised president Biden not to have it, not to order it shot down and just let it stay there. I, 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 I don't know. I mean, it's just me. I mean, I grew up on an orchard in central Washington. What do I know? But I'll tell you, I don't know about this decision because if, if, if they're willing to destroy our generation of children with TikTok and turn their head and let it happen and gather all of the data that they're amassing from adults as well, but primarily teenagers, on, millions of teenagers on TikTok, which is a Chinese-owned and Chinese Communist Party-controlled company, why would they not be trying to gather information from, our, from with this giant balloon that's setting up there almost in near space, but not quite? Why would I mean, why would they be, why would it be here? Well, they say it drifted off course. I, I don't know I, I don't believe them. I mean, I'll just be very honest with you, and I wish our, I wish our leaders didn't believe them either. But nonetheless, that's what's happening as we speak. China finally came out this morning with a press conference, and they said um, they, they said yes, that is our balloon. They were denying it at first, of course, and now they're saying that is our balloon. And and I had, let me back up. I do understand that if things fall out of the sky, I mean, s- somebody could get hurt I mean I understand or killed I understand that and that's true in a lot of cases um I get that but boy this is a pretty it at least it seems to me this is a pretty important issue and I I just don't sense the importance to our leaders when they speak maybe they're just trying to Say words and not say anything to the press. I don't know, but it doesn't make me feel better. I'll tell you that for sure. But anyway, this uh, spokeswoman, uh, Mao Ning, she came out. She's the uh, foreign ministry spokeswoman for the communist, for China, and for the basically she would be accountable to the communist party. She said this morning uh, at a briefing. She said, we are gathering and verifying the facts. We hope the relevant parties will handle the matter in a cool-headed way. The matter is the balloon sitting over our nuclear weapons in their silos in Montana. She said, China is a responsible country. I'm quoting her. She said, it is always strictly abided by international law, (laughs) of course, and has no intention of violating the territory and airspace of any sovereign nation. As I said just now, we are learning about the verification situation and hope that both sides can handle it calmly and cautiously. And the, the, uh, the verification situation is that they're they're determining that the balloon is not supposed to be over our, our nuclear weapon silos in Montana, that it was supposed to be somewhere else gathering weather information. I don't know. Man, I'll tell you, I, I, I don't believe them for a second. I really, really don't. Anyway, that's what's happening. You'll be hearing more and more about that uh, probably throughout the day because the news media is starting to pick up on the story. Finally, I was surprised they weren't talking about it yesterday, but as I said, I was kind of watching it. But that's what's happening. Big balloon in the sky, keeping an eye on things. Our our State Department is basically saying, well, you know, any information they could get from a balloon, they probably already have from a satellite. And there's some, I mean, I'm sure there's some value in that statement, but I don't know. It just just shows our weakness again, or our inability to act. This isn't the America that the world has known and expected. It's certainly not the America that you and I grew up in. And I don't know why these guys can't, they're so focused. I mean, honestly, and God bless America. I love our country. We have, I didn't serve in the military. I've been in the ministry all my adult life, but I, but, but I have uncles who did. And I mean, we love the troops and we love the people who go out and lay their lives on the line for America and for freedom. I love them. And I thank them every time I get a chance. I saw a kid the other day, he's probably 20 years old, 21. He had on a he had on a, a kind of a, a company shirt, but he had a little patch on there that says Marine. And I said to him, I said, are you a Marine? And he said, yeah, yeah. He said, I am. And I said, thank you for your service. And he said, wow, sir. He said, I don't hear that as much anymore. Thank you. That's how I feel about them. But man, our leaders seem to be so upset the, in the military, seem to be so obsessed with equity and transgenderism and on and on and on. And we've got to have a woman before a man that flies to the sun and back or whatever. They're just so obsessed with these kinds of things. I have to wonder, is the focus on protecting America anymore or is it on equity and all of this other nonsense that we see keep poking its head up? in the Air Force and and elsewhere. I've talked about it on this program. I mean, they're focused on punishing people, particularly the Air Force, who share their testimony of faith in Jesus Christ. And it's happened in Colorado Springs several times over the last few years, and I've talked about it a number of times on this program. They're so focused on punishing them that China floats their stupid balloon over our nuclear weapons, and we say, well, we we don't think it's any problem. I don't agree with Donald Trump on everything, I'll tell you for sure, but I certainly do on some things, and I certainly do on this. Shoot the stinking balloon down, or figure out a way to drop it in a field. I mean, surely we are smart enough to put it somewhere that it's not going to kill anybody. Anyway, that's how, other than that, I have no opinion. I want to talk to you a little bit today about the satanic temple. It is establishing itself. It has established itself in New Mexico. I talked to you a little bit about New Mexico. This program has started this week on the air in Albuquerque and Santa Fe. And um, I... You might ask and some of our supporters, and I'm asking you to help me. Uh, I, I feel very strongly about this, and these are some of the reasons that I do that I want to talk about today. Um, we can't afford to be everywhere. We have the opportunity to be almost everywhere in, in the nation. I mean, honestly, if we could do it financially, we can't. But we very prayerfully try to take a step, kind of incrementally, a step at a time, And we have gone on the air in in New Mexico this time. And it's not a state I would have chosen uh, uh, simply because it it is a conservative-leaning state is more supportive of a program like this than states that are more secular to very secular. I understand that, but I also understand the purpose of why we do this. And I know what my heart is, and my heart is that God has called me to do this, and to speak into the darkness uh, the light of God's Word in the context of what's happening today in our world. We talk about the events of the day through the lens of God's Word, of the Bible. The Bible is absolute. We live in a changing world that is in flux and change daily, hourly, and we need something in our lives that is that brings stability, and it is the Lord God himself and his word, his eternal word that will never ever pass away. It's inspired, it's infallible, the word of God. So that's how we look at these things. And when there are places that that that, that there's a great deal of darkness, it causes me personally to want to speak to that. There are certainly fine Christians in. New Mexico. There's even Christians in Seattle and Portland. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. I mean, but you understand what I'm saying. It's not necessarily the most religious places that we want to be speaking to. Sometimes it's the places where darkness is trying to prevail. And it takes an extra effort by those who believe in what we're doing and those who understand what the battle is all about. So I have been asking you to help us. I want to talk you a little bit more today about something that I would have talked about anyway on this program, but particularly in light of the fact that we've just started this program in New Mexico. The devil has gone down to New Mexico, as Charlie Daniels used to sing about Georgia. The Satanic Temple believes that aborting unborn babies is a religious ritual. They compare it to communion or baptism for Christians. And they have set up shop in New Mexico. We need about $12,000 to launch this into New Mexico. And then I believe the people listening to the program in New Mexico, in Albuquerque, Santa Fe, will support it. That's been our history. That's what we have found everywhere this program has been on. So I'm asking you if, if you would pray about it. And if you can, do what you can do if you feel the Lord would have you to do it. But we need about $12,000 going in, and we're already in. So we need it soon. I believe God will give it to us. I wouldn't have started had I not believed that. So thank you in advance for prayerfully considering this. Our address is Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Box 399, Bellevue, Washington, 98009. Or you can go to our website, you can learn more about this program if you don't know a great deal about it and about me, if you want to find that out. Our website is faithandfreedom, faith, A-N-D, freedom, all one word, .us. If you go to .com or .something else, you'll end up on a Muslim site. There's a couple of, there's a college that's now named, it wasn't in the past, but it is now named Faith and Freedom. It's a great, great name. We started using it in 2004 as a as an identifier of this ministry. So um, faithandfreedom.us. A lot of information there. You can also contribute online, and you'll see the tab. This uh, satanic group has officially launched. A, their official launch date is February 14th, but they, they've already started doing business. They believe that aborting unborn babies is a religious ritual. As I said, it compares to communion or baptism for Christians. They are blatant about what they're doing. The name of it is telehealth. It's an abortion practice. It doubles as a covert death wish to U.S. Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito. They have named this first uh, operation, the first office, the (laughs) Supreme Court Justice Samuel Alito Abortion Clinic. That's the name of it. In New Mexico, why Alito? Well, he's the one that wrote the decision on the Supreme Court that overturned Roe v. Wade last year. uh, This New Mexico clinic will offer abortion drugs to women ages 17 and up who are up to 11 weeks in pregnancy. The FDA does not recommend abortion drugs after 10 weeks, so they say they're going to abide by that. In 1950, Samuel Alito's mother, they say, quoting the Satanic Temple now, In 1950, Samuel Alito's mother did not have options, and look what happened. Malcolm Jerry, who is a co-founder of the Satanic Temple, he said prior to 1973, doctors who performed abortions could lose their license and go to jail. The clinic's name serves to remind people just how important it is to have the right to control one's body and the potential ramifications of losing that right. The Satanic Temple was co-founded by Jerry and Lucian Graves about 10 years ago. It was created to be a Satanic, faith-based organization that would meet the requirements to receive government benefits and privileges as a religious organization, just like your church, but without a belief in a deity. That's unlike your church, hopefully. Its stated mission is to, quote, encourage benevolence and empathy, reject tyrannical authority, advocate practical common sense, oppose justice, and undertake noble pursuits. I want to talk to you for a moment about Satanic Temple's latest noble pursuit. According to a press release from the group, anyone in New Mexico seeking to perform the Satanic Temple's abortion ritual, and I'll get to the ritual in a moment, will be able to receive free online medical services. To be eligible for the clinic, the online appointment must take place in New Mexico. The person must also have a New Mexico mailing address and be in the first trimester of pregnancy. Licensed medical workers will screen patients during a virtual appointment, then prescribe abortion drugs through pharmacies that will mail them in a discreet package. These are their words. Women will be charged a pharmacy fee of about $90. The satanic group will also has, has also already set up a 24-hour abortion hotline. Eventually, the satanic temple leaders said that they want to expand their new abortion practice to states that ban abortion. In other words, the blue states run by Democrats almost entirely, if not entirely, states like Washington and Oregon and elsewhere, they will be targeted next because they're friendly to what the Satanic Temple is doing. They're friendly to abortion for any reason. And these guys know it. So they're coming. They'll be in Washington and Oregon and California. I don't know if they perceive Arizona as conservative or not, but I know they'll be in, in on the West Coast states in a hurry. TST is proud to expand reproductive uh, options for our members, they say. This is just the beginning. This Erin Helion is the executive director of campaigns. She says, on behalf of the Satanic Temple, we will remain steadfast as we continue to fight to uphold reproductive justice in the U.S. The Satanic Temple in the United States is claiming the moral high ground of fighting to uphold so-called reproductive justice in the country. The satanic group claims killing unborn babies in abortions is a religious ritual. This is all in writing. They claim that abortion is a religious ritual to them because Satanism is their religion. And it restricts and violates its fundamental tenets, according to an article that was on the website prior to this particular story that I'm referencing here, And they claim that uh, 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 some of the articles about them claim that their pro-life, that pro-life laws are rooted in Christian nationalism, and they're taking a stand against Christian nationalism. So, in other words, if you don't believe in abortion, you're a Christian nationalist in in the United States. But, and they say that even though people of all faiths and no faith believe basic human rights should apply to all humans. This supposed religion claims to have seven fundamental tenets, including one that teaches one's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. In, the law, in its lawsuits, the group always claims that abortion restrictions and bans violate this teaching, which is their doctrine of their religion, as well as an abortion ritual. It likens the ritual of slaughter of unborn babies to communion and baptism, as I said. The fact that the satanic temple plans to set up virtual abortion clinics in New Mexico speaks volumes about who is really behind the abortion agenda. They have a ritual, and you need to hear this. A satanic temple gives the following preamble to a religious abortion, they said states are passing laws premised on the idea that the fetal tissue has personhood or is a unique and distinct human life. They said that's not true. We don't agree with that position. We believe it's a religious position, not a scientific position. In their pamphlet on the abortion ritual, here's what it says. The satanic abortion ritual is a, destructive, is a destruction ritual that serves as a protective right. Its purpose is to cast off notions of guilt, shame, and mental discomfort that a patient may be experiencing due to choosing to have a legal and medically safe abortion. The temple further affirms abortion as consistent with the ideals of liberty and freedom. Be proud of pursuing what you want for your life despite opposition. To begin the ritual, the woman looks at herself in the mirror right before the abortion procedure, reminding herself of her personhood and her responsibility to herself. She then recites the third tenet of the Satanic Temple, which states, quote, One's body is inviolable, subject to one's own will alone. When she's ready for the abortion procedure, the woman recites the fifth tenet, which says belief should conform to one's best scientific understanding of the world. One should take care never to distort scientific facts to fit one's beliefs. And once the abortion is complete, I'm reading from their pamphlet, The woman recites the personal affirmation, which is, by my body, my blood, by my will, it is done. The temple says the abortion ritual helps one feel doubts dissipating and your confidence growing as you have just undertaken a decision that affirms your autonomy and free will. Does any of this sound like a dark parallel to the gospel of Jesus Christ? It does. It does talking about my blood, my choice, my body, my life, my will. These are all aspects of human experience. They have value because God has given them value. Satan was cast out of heaven because he was intent on replacing God. He's still trying to do that. He seeks to destroy, not to fulfill. Paul, writing to the church in Corinth, said this in 2 Corinthians 11. He said, for such are false apostles, deceitful workers, transforming themselves into apostles of Christ, and no marvel, for Satan himself is transformed into an angel of light. Therefore it is no great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Peter calls him a roaring lion, seeking whom he may devour. Hey, thanks for being with me today, and thank you for your support. Have a great weekend. We'll see you right here on Monday.
0: Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells.